John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show! Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. That's it. Well, well done for getting it right this week. <laughs> yes. Are we, uh, are we nearly up to doing a year's worth of this? Uh, no, we started in April. <laughs> <laughs> it's currently <laughs> November. <laughs> just uh, feels like it. <laughs> yeah, I just did the shower. I thought, oh, we did a year of this. Uh, did we no. start in April? Oh, no. Oh, so we've done half a year. We've done half a year. We've, well, we've done eight, This is episode 19. I've got it written down, so I've remembered this time. Uh, <laughs> so, And we do two a month. So, yeah, nearly. No, we do two episodes a month. And we've been go- and we're on episode 19. So yeah. we've been going 10 months, but we haven't because we released three episodes in the first uh, week. Okay. So we right. did a, but yeah, anyway, so we started March, April time. Right. Red <laughs> hot, red hot content for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on with you? Um, Tommy Trouble, I guess. <laughs> I went to, uh, well, I went to a swimming pool that probably wasn't the cleanest. And then afterwards I went to like a winter market and I had a... German sausage, like a spicy German hot dog sausage. Is that uh, literally or is that a euphemism? No, it's a literal, <laughs> literal German spicy sausage. And um, I woke up in the middle of the night and passed wind and then very quickly had to cork myself with my thumb because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a waddle to the bathroom at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've said this, but I hope that the listeners aren't having breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it's shocking to me. How about for you? Um, I know it's been a fairly it's been a fairly normal week, but I did realise maybe last Saturday, I think it was, that probably I am quite a bad parent. I went downstairs uh, in the morning. No, it was last Sunday. I went downstairs in the morning, and my son was watching TV. But I don't mind that. But I don't like him watching TV that has no words because I like an educational, at least get <laughs> some language benefits or something out of it. And uh, the thing he was watching had no language. So I went to the kitchen and I said to my wife, oh, he's watching that shit again. (laughs) I didn't realise my voice obviously carried to the living room and my six-year-old son shouted to me from the living room, this isn't shit, you're shit. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Sounds like like, like one of the heckles that you get when you're doing (laughs) stand-up. Yeah, yeah, it was probably one of the most eloquent ones. I mean, he wasn't pissed at the time, so <laughs> wasn't even slurred. <laughs> or followed by threats of violence. <laughs> so what's on the show this episode? Well, we've got a packed show. Uh, we have, of course, the burning question. We have also an interview with Anthony Henderson. Uh, he's a very funny stand-up comedian, and he's also a musician. He's written a whole load of songs. So I think you're going to really enjoy that. But of course, first, we have this. This 
is JNSNJ News. Uh, well, this uh, is a, a very interesting news story. It was sent in by a listener, Pete. Uh, I think he's contributed a few uh, uh, news stories to the show. Uh, so if you want to contribute a news story, please get in touch, John and Sam in Japan.com. Uh, John, what animal or insect creeps you out the most? Um, I once had a live cockroach in my mouth by accident, so from then on, cockroaches. <laughs> I think we need to hear more about that. Yeah, I was in a bar watching football uh, in Japan, and I was just staring at the screen, and I was sat next to a friend who smoked, and in Japan, you quite often allowed to just smoke at the bar. And as I was drinking, I took a sip of the foam on my beer and I felt something in my mouth. And I thought <laughs> my friend had put his cigarette butt in my drink for a laugh because that's the kind of friends I have. Uh, yeah, and as, yeah. I, as I put my fingers in my mouth and pulled it out, I realized it was a cockroach, which then scampered across the bar and the bartender killed it. And then in Japanese kind of went, really, really? And at which point <laughs> I went, oh, ran to the toilet and made myself be sick. And all, all I got out of it was a new beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, better than yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah. And he wouldn't, and, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even let me finish my other beer. <laughs> I was like, he's like, you can have a new beer. Said, and you well, would have as well, wouldn't one. you? <laughs> I've had the cockroach in my mouth. I might as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, this uh, this was a this story uh, sent him is about uh, yeah a certain kind of animal. Uh, the story says there's nothing worse than a spider infestation in your home, except possibly a blazing inferno engulfing your entire home. <laughs> and I think with that story, yeah, so far so true. Uh, it says one man found this out the hard way uh, due to the dangers of a blowtorch when he tried to destroy spiders in his home using fire. <laughs> Instead of simply removing the eight-legged pests, the man burned his house to the ground. <laughs> uh, he accidentally created a massive blaze that required 23 firefighters to contain it. Uh, right. What country do you think this guy's from? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say America. <laughs> yeah. Hit the nail on the head. The <laughs> yeah. unnamed man from Tuscan, Arizona, US, was suspected of using a propane torch to kill spiders and burn spider webs underneath his mobile home. But instead, oh. his house caught fire with the blaze tearing through the inside and leaving it completely gutted. How does it take 23 firemen to put out a mobile home? Sure, just get a bucket of water. <laughs> <laughs> In luxury, my friend, luxury. Uh, I mean, I'll just say, burning spiders, I can understand with a blowtorch, but burning spiders' webs, you've got to think, <laughs> that's just a bit stupid. It's got some serious arachnophobia. Uh, it said the fire started at around 9.20pm local time, so plenty of time for the man to have had a few beers, but it was on a Monday night, so perhaps he shouldn't have been. Um, <laughs> The fire forced the man and an elderly woman out of their home. Fire crews were called to the blaze, and when they arrived, described seeing the woman being carried out of the burning house by her son and several neighbours. So, I mean, he did burn down his house, but he is also a hero. Oh, right. Well, but that would be needing several people to carry your mum. I'm guessing she wasn't a slim lady. <laughs> Could well have featured at some point on the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> yeah. 
It says the Tuscan Fire Department confirmed the woman suffered minor injuries after being treated by, by paramedics at the scene. Uh, it took a fight of it took firefighters 11 minutes to put out the fire, but by that time, the inferno had ripped through the entire home. Um, and there's just a little footnote at the bottom of this story. It says, meanwhile, houses in the UK are under threat from 150 million sex-mad giant spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's what's known as clickbait. Yes. We've got a, a wasp infestation in my roof at the moment. The uh, bastards of the uh, animal planet. Yeah, but I'm not going to try and set fire to them. I think that'd be a big mistake. <laughs> How are you going to get rid of them? Just hope that they all freeze to death in winter because my house is cold. <laughs> Either one, one of us will freeze to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be a war of attrition. So does it say what this name was? I mean, being obsessed with spiders and fire, was his name Peter Sparker? <laughs> I think these are getting worse. <laughs> they are getting worse. <laughs> that was JNS in J News. It's international. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Now it's time for an interview. Uh, today's guest is Anthony Henderson. He's a stand-up comedian and musician, uh, composer, writes a lot of music. He's from, well, complicated background, but American and mainly from Hawaii. We did this interview with him back in June, I think it was, on Father's Day. It's a really interesting interview. There is one point where John asks an extremely boring series of questions, but trust me, it's worth listening <laughs> right through them because it ends in something quite worthwhile listening to, uh, especially from his point of view. <laughs> John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Anthony, well, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Uh, here is Latin Gabbana. Yeah, we're about to do a show in about an hour, half an hour, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Father's Day show. Father's That's Day right, show. Father's Day, and we're all fathers, we so happy Father's, Father's Day, Day, guys. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Anthony, how was yours? Anything interesting happened? <laughs> yeah, I, I caught my son watching porn today. <laughs> I, how I, old is he? He's 11. He's well, 11. Yeah. He was, yes. it, it was, I had um, no problem with him doing that, right? The problem I have, what, he was watching it on his mom's work cell phone. Oh. So I don't know if they, like, check what she's looking yeah, at and yeah. stuff like that. You know? What is she into? <laughs> I, 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 let me tell you what she's not into. Let me tell you what she's not He was going to soccer practice, right? And he just left. And then I, he was supposed to leave, like, at 12.30, I believe. But it was, like, 12.45. And I was like, man, you got to get up. And he had the phone in the room. And he wasn't, like... <laughs> He, was, he wasn't comfortable. You right. know what I mean? And I was like, why aren't you comfortable? And I was the like, oh, around man. a little bit. And he, he he basically showed his hand of like where he hides his shit. Right. Oh, really? Because like when he saw me, he looked for like to go underneath the futon underneath right, the little right, thing. And right. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's where you hide your shit now. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for letting me know. I mean, it's not inspirational, is it? <laughs> no, right. no, not right. We all did it. So I looked and he, he just swiped up, you know, cleared, not cleared, but you know, like, Closed it. Closed it. But it was like, I can search the history, dumb fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I searched the history and I was like, 
my man. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I go in there and tell my wife, I was like, uh, don't let him use your phone, you know, because yeah. you know, he's looking at stuff you don't want him to look at. Yeah. Is that, you know, it's what he does. It's what I did. You know what I mean? Everyone did it. Yeah. Well, when, was, when do you reckon was the first time you saw, like, you know, a, a bit of booby? Oh. I mean, well, when we were kids, there was no internet, obviously. <laughs> so, I, I mean, oh. I remember seeing behind my house, there was a woods and some legendary teenager put a whole big stack of porno mags back in the woods <laughs> in britain the newspaper always said page three girls which yeah. you know the third page of the paper just women with their breasts out yeah yeah, yeah so that's lucky you yeah. everyone should be so lucky <laughs> <laughs> well they did they stop it and then bring yeah. it back oh they're yeah. bringing it back I, i'm not sure they're, obviously these days it's not really the right thing to do yeah feminists were saying it's a bit sexist for, then, for women who want to get paid. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, so then, that's the, the, yeah. You know, the other side to it was these women are saying, well, I'm happy doing it. Yeah, uh, and earning money. Yeah. yeah I'm, I would show my titties for money. <laughs> I, I would too. <laughs> Just literally no one wants to see mine. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a big thing for hairy titties. <laughs> You'd, be You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lovely areola. <laughs> oh, man. Well, mine are huge, aren't they? Yeah, they are droopy. Yeah. Well, I don't think I remember the first time I saw. No. I remember going to a house party, you know, well, not even a house party, just like staying around a friend's house and, you know, we're probably about 12 and somebody found his dad's VHS of some German porn. All oh, right. Uh, yeah. Sunglasses yeah. and Speedos. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming pools. Yeah, so that, it was an uh, eye opening Father's Day for you then. It's not over with because he doesn't know I've seen it. Oh, because he was walking out the door. Oh, I see. So, what uh, will the conversation be? Uh, to be honest with you, not joking. The 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 real conversation would be, did you do this? Right. And if he lies to me, then it's more of a conversation yeah. of lying yeah. to me. Don't be afraid to tell the truth. Now, I also would tell him, don't get caught. Do you mean your missus is Japanese? Yes, she is. So, what was her uh, reaction to him looking at pornography? Because I know, like, if my mum found out. My mum would go mental because she's got this whole thing, you know, porn is the most evil thing in the world. And right. Whereas Japanese women generally seem to be, you know, it's just par for the course. Yeah, it seemed like that. It seemed that yeah. way. Really? It really seemed like, well, that's what boys do. And yeah. I was like, well, yeah, I mean. Well, it is what <laughs> yeah. boys do. And yeah. undoubtedly, it's probably what a lot of women do as well. Yeah. Probably. Um, probably. Yeah. I haven't checked my wife's phone histories for a while. So. <laughs> 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 I'll check. <tonight>. Yeah. <laughs> See yeah. what she's up to. I wonder what my wife's up to. <laughs> I think what she is. Mine's looking after the kids. Yeah. <laughs> my wife is not googling fat hairy men. Unfortunately <laughs> for me. <laughs> your uh, your background is uh, music, music mm. producing. Mm. Tell us a bit about that. I just like making music. I've had since ever I was a kid, and um, I kind of thought I was good at it and then other people said I was good at it then I made money off of it and mm. that's just how it so went. did you start doing that when you were in Japan or would you oh, doing it back dude. in America making money off it and then uh one of my most popular songs is called Mr. President and that's over 10 years old I, I do music music it's for a long long time so how did you end up in Japan then <laughs> <laughs> like you have babies you, you follow the babies type yeah. thing you know? so you met your missus in America something like that yeah, yeah basically yeah so have children and then mm. you come here and right. like that and then you sort of like and kidnap basically man. Yeah. Yeah. I, you guys can't home can't hear but I'm blinking really quickly like, <laughs> come help me, come help me. Yeah. <laughs> to do Morse code stuff. on the table <laughs> that, help me help <laughs> me yeah, <laughs> pretty much how it, that's pretty much how it went <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that song you mentioned before the Mr. President one uh -huh. is 
I am notorious for not being up with pop culture. Mm. He said Re- it was 10 years ago as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still very, very poignant today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My uh, favourite musician is Elvis Presley. Uh, uh, so that's where I am. So <laughs> is that a very famous song or? Uh, if you've seen me, then you know it. If you ever seen me do that song, then you would know it. You would remember it the first time you heard it. Okay. It's pretty funny. Okay. I don't make like, I make conscious music, but it's always funny as well. Like <laughs> the, it's about president smoking weed uh, okay. it's like he needs to smoke weed like i don't think he needs well i was who was it george bush it was george bush at yeah. the time it was like uh the course is like mr president i may be wrong but i think you need to smoke and chill just smoke <laughs> and chill i know you say you change and you won't do it no more or but i think you need to smoke and chill just smoke and <laughs> yeah, that round of Yeah, it's, it's really funny. It's not like that song. I think that applies to the current situation. <laughs> it applies. For, I've been doing you should that. Smoke cyanide, that guy. Yeah, just yeah. confirmed for the uh, CIA. That was John. I'll <laughs> <laughs> blame it on the black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there is a black guy with us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you making these days uh well due to certain circumstances it, i, I uh, haven't been doing it recently yeah it recently. tell us a bit more about that uh what about january 26th i think it was when i learned about uh the possibility of having a mess and then i think in february the end of february i was sent in the hospital i had um, a ms attack i was in there for like two weeks i found out i had multiple scoliosis and that's like a mega serious condition yeah, it, well, thanks, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not, it, it's not a cold. It, 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 it is one of those things where I hear people like on Facebook like, oh, damn it, I got a, I got the flu. How bad is my life? It's like, yeah. suck a dick and die. Dude. <laughs> like, 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 it definitely is. Um, it, it's, a, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's yeah. a journey, but I'll be all right. So what's the treatment like over here in Japan then? Do you, because obviously you come from America where like, if you went back to America and had treatment, you'd just be poor as a poor <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. As like, an English teacher in Japan. Yeah, I'd be, be super, super poor. Like, uh, even now, like, uh, for everybody listening at home, like, we, I only pay 30% right. of, of my uh, medical bills. Yeah. Because that's, that's the benefits of having social health care. You know what I mean? Like, pretty much. And I pay around $770 a month. I mean, for people in America, that would seem extremely cheap. But then, on the other hand, for people in England, that would seem very expensive. Well, um, paying that shit it seems super expensive. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's that, when you don't plan for that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, you you have another bill, and it's like, well, shit. And I that's a lot every month. Yeah, I could have had another baby mama or some shit like that on the side, <laughs> or a mistress or some shit. Like yeah. you, you, could, you actually think about the money, you, what you could yeah. be doing with that money, you know? And that's probably the worst part of it. Mm. Yeah. Part, everything else is super bad, but you just can't think about it. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Like. Unless you're making a joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless you're making a joke, then it's like, fuck, yeah, I got to think about it. Though. Do you perform, like, do you talk about this kind of situation on stage? Oh, I will now. Yeah, absolutely do now. Mm. Fuck that. It's my life. I'm doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's my life. Yeah. And hopefully, I mean, I do it. One reason is because it's therapeutic. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, mean? I think to, comedy to definitely yeah. just get it all out there. Because m- my dad, I mean, this obviously is going to sound horrible, but I've told, we've talked about this privately, but mm. my, yeah, my dad died of MS. 
And so it's something that, you know, I have covered in comedy because, yeah. you know, it's just true to life. And Yeah, it's your yeah. life. And, you know, yeah. you, you express yourself. That's what we all do. We all yeah, yeah. express ourselves and can't shy away from things. Like, yeah, there, there's not. There's, I don't know when I'm going to not be able to speak. I don't know when I'm not going to be able to, to breathe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know uh, as it is progressing. But as long as I write it down, as long as I think about it, and as long as I make it funny, then I'm not bottling it in and it's not festering. Yeah. Mm. Like I think for like the like the way I stopped smoking cigarettes is when I found out I just laid in bed for four days. Right. You know, when it was, that was January 26th when they said it was a possibility I had MS. Right. And then um, I just laid in bed for four days and that's how I stopped smoking. And it was, that was a side effect of the, the depression. I didn't want to think about it. Yeah. You know? But the more I think about it, it's just like, all right, this is, this is going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's going to happen. So, have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But whenever I do can't, sp- whenever I stop speaking, I'm gonna be like the most immature Stephen Hawking there is. Bitch, fuck. Well, the <laughs> guy, that was in Britain's Got Talent. Uh, the a comedian who can't speak, he won it this time. I did. Uh, he's got like a disability and he uses a, like a voice box. Oh, thing. I saw him. And so he, he actually won the whole thing. Did he? Yeah, 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 very funny guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was really. He always yeah. has like this real big crooked <laughs> smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Damn it, I can't do it now. <laughs> Yeah. I might do it with music or something like that. Yeah. And then it'll be like, really do the robot and shit. You guys can't see that, but I did that 1980s move. Yeah, it was a good dance. It was a good dance. <laughs> I did it again. You guys can't see yeah. it. Fuck. Damn this audio medium. Oh, man. They could feel it, though. They could feel it, yeah. The, the vibes went through the, the pod world. <laughs> So last night we did a we had a show in Tokyo and you brought uh, some friends who are in a rap group with you or oh no just rap circle the music circle. circle that I'm yeah. in yeah so what what's that uh just really genuine honest people and really good people like uh uh one of the guys named Shad he um runs basically the conscious hip hop scene right so it's not shake your booty music yeah or that and um in that scene I'm obviously in that scene. And uh, the other guy was Ray, and uh, he's in a band called the Beat Jackers, and they're just phenomenal. They're just phenomenal. And what sort of thing do they do? They jack beats. They steal people's beats. They jack people's beats and play them and make new songs. Oh wow! Yeah, and they're really really good. And in that beat, they have um, Paul, who's an awesome singer. Like he's from England as well, right. and he's super tall and super big, but like. The lovable giant with a booming voice. Right. Does have David, who's a a, a guy from um, Atlanta, and he he has a restaurant. Right. Called, yeah. So how did you guys kind of get together? Who was the one who organized all this? Or how did you find out about it? Someone gave my information to Shad, I believe. Right. I believe it was a, it was a many beers and years ago. Yeah. And so how often do you guys get together, kind of thing? Or uh, uh, me and Shad, we get up a lot. Maybe like. Once or twice every month. Does he tour around Japan with it, or is it just mostly around Tokyo? Or I would have to ask him. You have to ask him that. Right, but yeah, I yeah. think like uh, shows I go to are usually in Azabu, Juban, or uh, Shibuya, yeah, or stuff like that. Before when I had my own show, I, we did one in um, where was that place? It was called Crawfish, but I don't know right. where it's at. I forgot what it's called. Where What's the that? craziest night you've ever had in uh, 
Japan with music. Oh God! All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was really boring questions up to that point. Well done. Uh, all right, <laughs> There's so... nothing boring about terminal illness. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. I didn't mean that part of the conversation. It, it, I'm sorry. Is it boring you <laughs> to death? <laughs> is, my, is my death boring you to death? Are you going before me? Uh, Definitely uh, keeping this part. I'm so <laughs> uncomfortable right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's cool. Um, my wildest night. Just, sorry, just to clarify, I did mean <laughs> the question, the boring questions about the uh, the the where do they perform and all that stuff. Anyway, let's carry on. <laughs> my wildest night. Um, I, I the the wildest night. I I will, I will say on video or not video, but on audio recording is um I w- I quit smoking maybe three years ago. Uh, before three years ago, and I quit with the Champix. What's uh, that? Sorry, it's a pill. Okay, it's a pill that makes you stop, and it works wonderful, wonderfully. My doctor didn't tell me though that when you take it, if you drink alcohol, the alcohol stays in your body longer. Oh, does it? Yes, it does. So if you drink, what's that stuff called? Champ. <laughs> Champ. I don't. You don't need it yeah. constantly. <laughs> and it makes the alcohol a little bit stronger. Right. Right. So like, I had three drinks, and uh, I found myself on the floor of Asakusa. That's where it was. Asakusa Mitsuke. And I found myself on the ground outside. I woke up in the morning. I had, mind you, I had a book bag with my MacBook Pro in it, a wallet like Gomani in it. And it's Gomani, because, yeah, $500. Yeah, because it's Japan. Yeah. I so wasn't hurt or anything. Right. I just woke up there. That's the. Probably had a pillow under your head. Futon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you to futon. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, that was the wildest. Um, night, I, I, I will legally admit to. <laughs> legally, yeah, yeah. We'll get the other stories off the record and then we'll let you listen and know later. <laughs> it's been some wild nights. It's, it's been some very wild nights. Thanks to Anthony Henderson there for coming to chat to us. We had fun making that interview. Uh, you can find out more about his work on johnandsaminjapan.com. But now, time for this episode's sponsor. Hi, my name is Kenichi Yamada. CEO of Yamada-san Associates Tokyo. We've been practicing law for over 20 years. At Yamada Associates, we specialize in helping foreigners navigate the law system in Japan. We accept any case, no matter how serious. Maybe you were drunk and punched a taxi driver, or maybe you stole some panties from a washing line. With our help, we'll make sure you get treated like a regular Japanese citizen and you'll probably just get a slap on the wrist. We've seen it all before, so don't be embarrassed about contacting us. Because remember, Japan still has a death penalty, and at Yamada Associates, we won't leave you hanging. Yo, Johnny McBee and Samuel T, two Brits took a shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please. With someone else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? Time for the burning question. This episode's burning question is, what is the worst hotel you've ever stayed in? Uh, John, did we have anyone get in touch? Uh, we had uh, on Twitter, Bob got in touch and he said he stayed at, in a hotel motel in Ocean City, Maryland uh, in America. He said he was in college at the time, so my friends and I stayed at a cheaper place. Each room had two beds. In each room, one of the beds had been used and not cleaned. There were huge bugs in all the showers, and the hotel owner only had one arm. (laughs) (laughs) That does sound slightly 
Uh, British word, minging. Yeah. <laughs> How about for you? Well, I told my story last time about the Blackpool Hotel. And basically after that, I made a point of only staying in posh hotels. So, <laughs> but one time I uh, did, it wasn't so much a bad hotel, but the list of things that were, I found there kind of perturbed me a bit. So when we arrived, we checked in and there was a list of rules uh, about things that you weren't supposed to do. And that started off quite normally. Well, the one at the top of the list was something like, you must not have overnight guests. You must not smoke in the bedroom. You must not bring in drinks or food from the outside. All these kind of things. But as you got further down the list, the, the rules started getting more and more specific. It was things like, you must not throw furniture out of the window. You must not defecate <laughs> in the swimming pool. You must not remove the shower from the bedroom. Which could only lead me to believe that the people who'd previously stayed in the hotel had done every single one of those specific things. So my problem with that hotel wasn't so much the hotel, it was the clientele. <laughs> nice. What about you? Well, yeah, that's it. I suppose the same uh, clientele. I, I was in Darwin in Australia, which is a bit of a grim place. Everyone's got a mullet. and uh... I once heard the, uh, the travel slogan for Darwin from... An Australian, he said the travel. One of the travel companies said that no one was going to Darwin because of the bad reputation. So they made a travel slogan, which was Darwin. You'll never ever know if you never ever go. <laughs> well, I have been and I do know. <laughs> we got well. Uh, me and my friends had round the world tickets, and in Manchester, where we bought the tickets, the guy who sold it to us said, "Oh yeah, you should go to Darwin. It's great. There's like a two-week festival just at that time when you're there." So we, of course, rocked up and there was nothing there. Just a lot of people with <laughs> mullets and very questionable views. He must and, have um, worked for the Darwin Tourist Board. Oh, yeah. We ended up, uh, you couldn't even swim in the sea because it was like box jellyfish season. It was rubbish. But we uh, we stayed, because we were backpacking, we had no money. We'd done Thailand and Bali and Indonesia before. So we are all skinned. So we ended up staying in the YMCA in uh, Darwin. And we got there and there was me and my, there was four me and three friends, two men and one woman. And we stayed in this uh, YMCA and it was like communal showers and all that. And you had to have your own knives and forks and plates. So we'd gone and bought them from the local supermarket. And across our balcony, like there was, you know, sort of five foot gap. And then there was another balcony overlooking us. And we were just sat on this balcony at nighttime, you know, having a drink, uh, just chilling out, talking. And the guy in the other room kind of came out onto his balcony and he was just uh, covered with his shirt off, just covered in like swash stickers and, you know, neo-Nazi tattoos. So he was leaning to the right, you might say. Oh, I think he'd take a running jump. <laughs> and he, uh, he started, you know, first of all, he, he accused us of uh, not washing up our plates and dishes and stuff. And we kind of said to him, no, we have, look, we've got our plastic stuff in our room here. Look, you can see we showed him across the balcony. And then he'd say, oh, you know, I think he was just trying to get a conversation going by threatening us at the beginning <laughs> and then uh, then he was asking us where we'd where we were from and we were telling him you know from england in the north and then he started reeling off a list of um ethnic minorities that there were too many of in uh, manchester even though he'd never been to manchester which was quite uh, it was quite an eye-opener. <laughs> and I'd like to say that me and, me and my friends were all such morally strong people that we objected to his racist views and told him to go fuck himself. But the reality is uh, we all just kind of sneaked off into our room and closed the curtains and then <laughs> hid there with the lights turned off. <laughs> uh, 
you're a man after my own heart. Safety <laughs> before <Yes>. principles. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely, yeah, the chair was definitely stuck underneath the door handle that night. <laughs> John and Sam in Japan. One is funny, one is funny looking. John and Sam in Japan. One of them is funny, one is funny looking. Which is which? You okay and now it's time for some music um this episode we're actually going to feature the song that we discussed in the interview with anthony henderson the name of the song is mr president and i think you're going to enjoy this Questions in my mind. Well, the storm has some bomb ass weed to keep them calm. Well, Hitler picked up the Dutch and stuck with the paintbrush. Well, the Pharaoh has some drove and said, Fuck it, let them people go. And ask them if they need some food for their way home. I got munchies for days, they just gotta let me know. Imagine if Cortez went to Mexico and told his king we need the green man, fuck the gold. Imagine how many lives that were lost would have survived for the price of a nickel bag's cost at the time. I wonder what keeps you from going under El Presidente. So high strung, so you keep making mistakes. See, the cheaper helps you meditate. Look inward, forget our rock, just worry about the 50 states. Mr. President, I may be wrong, but I think you need to smoke and chill. Just smoke and chill. Marijuana brings peace, we don't need no alcohol. So I think you need to smoke and chill. Just smoke and chill. Mr. President, I may be wrong, but I think you need to smoke and chill, just smoke and chill. I know you say you changed, and you don't do it no more, but I think you need to smoke and chill, just smoke and chill. What if baby and Papa Doc would have stopped for 420? Would Haiti still be filled with kids walking around with semis? The point of this piece is that there have been so many leaders who need a reefer today, they are plenty. Fighting cause politics won't let them roll a slip and get too high for genocide. Yeah, I know you think I'm dumb as shit. I'm glad you do cause the leaders get killed quick. I'd rather live to take another hit. Become one with the sun and the moon and you'll love the earth soon. You may think that I'm a dreamer but I'm not the only one who'd rather hold a blunt instead of a gun. I Keep it real, fuck how you feel That's when I'm writing But we can talk about your feelings if you like, man I'm here for you But you're never there when I need you But I expect nothing less, nigga I see you, I don't need you Mr. President, I may be wrong But I think you need to smoke and chill Just smoke and chill Marijuana brings peace We don't need no alcohol So I think you need to smoke and chill Just smoke and chill President, I may be wrong, but I think you need to smoke and chill, just smoke and chill. 
Anthony Henderson there, great song, <laughs> really, uh, really enjoyed that. Uh, right, well that just leaves me to say thank you to everyone who is involved, who was involved in today's show. Of course, uh, most thanks to Anthony Henderson for uh, providing the music and coming down and having a chat with John and I, uh, really interesting. If you want to find out more about him, you can go to our website, johnandsaminjapan.com. And I suppose for next episode's burning question, as we begin to talk at the beginning of this episode about me um, having to cork myself... I think we should probably have the very question, what is the worst you've ever been caught short? <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. Um, yes, give us five stars and tell all your friends and family and your enemies. And if you have any burning questions or you want to submit your own comedy or your own news stories, please get in touch, jonasaminjapan.com. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's all. Okay. Catch, Catch you later. John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. John, did anyone has anyone said anything to you about the ending being repeated over and over again yet? Nah, not at all. They're all mugs. <laughs>